Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. An Erio's original... Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk with Me, Lydia Greengrass, the album of the day home. Well, today is a very, very interesting episode. I talk to someone who works in things that I know not much about, and that's in the other world. That's the other dimension. You know, the dimension of ghosts and ghouls and... Um, it's quite illuminating. It's quite different. It's different than anything that I know of in my life because, you know, everything in my life is very straightforward. And um, Brad is, his, his life is very much in the other world. So I hope you all have enjoyed this episode, and I hope everyone's having a wonderful December. And um, let's get this show on the road. Do you remember what it's like being in your 20s? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe. If you do the same, then you've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something-year-old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello 
and welcome to Let's Talk With Me, Lydia Greengrass de Alvaladejo. I am so excited because today I have someone a little spooky. Um, this is someone that I that I just met, um, you know, and, and I once I heard about what he did, I said, well, I've got to know more about that. That is right up my my alley and so this is this is brad hinkley hi lady it's uh, nice to be here thank you for having me brad now i don't know how to say this exactly what how would you describe yourself what do, how is your profession uh, described that's a that's a great question um it's a bit of a uh a, a common question i would say is what do i do um, I am a, uh, a ghost hunter, I guess is probably the most common. Are uh, you name. kidding? And now, and I know what's happening now. My listeners are dropping their, you know, headphones or their computers, right. you know, or they're stopping their cars and they're going, well, wait a minute. This is a little bit wilder than maybe I'm used to. So mm-hmm. I want to just tell everyone right now, you know, from the get go here that this is not, we're not going to be meddling with the dark arts. There's not going to be any Ouija spells or anything like that. Correct. No. Of course not. No, in fact, uh, you know, as a, I, I, we're called ghost hunters. I prefer paranormal investigator. Uh, my job, I don't see as as meddling in the dark arts or even or even trying to prove that ghosts exist. I'm more an investigator that tries to help people uh, with experiences they've had. And I'll be honest with you, most time, it, in my opinion, it's not a ghost. Uh, we're debunking it as something that may be happening around the house or home. So, or a uh, wizard, or um, you know, a dragon, or um, you know, that you like any of those type Harry Potter creatures. You know what I mean? Anything having to do with the dark arts? You know, well, that's where my mind went to when you said dark arts. I mean, oh, interesting. Yeah, no, to to hog bottom, and I was right right there. This is this is more. This is more ghosts, uh, demonology. Uh, when I say demonology, you know, the, the study of possession, uh, and, and not, not, not as much um, dragons or, I can't really remember the other things you said. But, but they say, you know, but they do say, um, Brad, that the that you know those that do get possessed, you know, by the devil or anything claiming to be the devil, right? That there is, you know, I mean, what do you think of when you think of the devil? You think of fire, right? Right, and you think of you know the dragon's lair, the dragon's lair in the basement. You know, hell isn't you know below us. Hell is hell is the unknown. Hell is hell is the unseen. And so I bet you know that maybe not in reality or is it dragons but i could definitely see you you know being in that world yeah um and i i guess you know i'm i pride myself on having a a real open mind about everything some of the stories i run into you would mm-hmm. be you would think were, were crazy so when you say dragons then my first thought was no that's not exactly what i investigate but you're 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 right that everything's a possibility in my mind. Until, More until metaphorically, we yes, exactly. So, Brad, so, I mean, to to say that it was a little bit of kismet or mm-hmm. uh, serendipity that we met, you know, I took a wrong 
uh, a, a wrong turn uh, one day uh, out and about. I, I was social distancing, of course, but I did have to pick up a little bit of uh, ground beef. And I made a wrong turn down Monte Vista and I passed by your humble abode. I saw a sign outside that said a word I'd never seen before. It said gar. That's right. And under that was a, f- a phone number, and I called it because I said, well, heck, this sign is just c- screaming for me to get to the bottom of what this is. So explain to people what it is you, what is GAR? Well, uh, GAR is an acronym for the Ghost Hunting Association of Rancho. Um, my, my, it is my wife, Elise, my beautiful wife, Elise. And I, we run this, and we have run this, uh, believe it or not, since 1999. Uh, not, yeah, not quite in as, uh, you know, at the level that we are now. We've seen steady growth. Um, and, and you're doing it out of your home, which I think is so, you know, don't you get a little nervous? You know, how do you leave your home home with you and your work at work if if after you expel a demon or you you know, slay, as I was saying, uh, literally a dragon, you know, how do you know they don't come and follow you home? Right. And that's, that is, uh, you know, it's funny you bring that up. That is something we struggle with, uh, with every case that we have. And we do cases all over the country. And in fact, in several different countries, we've done, uh, investigations. And then, and, and your neighbors, you know, uh, yeah, a lot of them, I mean, I have one, one neighbor who is, uh, super curious and always asked to come on an investigation. Um, You're kidding. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, I've said no so far, but you never know. I like to tell people if you're interested in this, anybody can, can do this. Um, we've really committed. Sorry, I'm just on the street view of Monte Vista right now. And I'm just beautiful homes here. Beautiful homes on your street. And you're coming. You know, oh, thank little, you. Um, yeah. I mean, you do have the freeway right there, but. Is it, does it, do, do you find that the freeway noise is a problem or is that? The, which noise? The freeway the free, noise? The, from the freeway? Oh, uh, no. I mean, for the, the most part we're, I mean, I guess we can hear it sometimes. You yeah. hear those, the big, the big trucks go by and, and yeah, of course. whatnot. But anyway, we, we, we don't, um. We don't. We try not to concentrate on that. And the, one of the reasons we are out of our home, to be honest, is um, the ghost hunting community doesn't really use storefronts. Um, and mm-hmm. we thought about it, um, but because Elise and I have figured out a way to kind of work out of the home, and ninety percent of our work is actually at other people's homes or other locations. So. That actually now, do you think it being on the residential street of Monte Vista? I mean, I, you know, I guess my question answers itself because you did get someone calling as they drove by. Yeah. But it does seem like maybe, you know, it's a smaller market here. But I guess, you know, um, you know, as opposed to having some sort of billboard or, you know, something yeah. like that. Well, it's funny. The reason we have that sign out front, honestly, is because sometimes we'll have the the wherever we've done an investigation, sometimes they'll not want to have um, kind of the, the post interview at the location. They'll want to come to us. 
Right. Um, so I, it, it's less a it's less advertisement and more so when people come to see us, they'll know they're at the right uh, home. And that's why it's sort of vague. So, okay, so I'm just wrapping my head around this, you know, because, you know, some people, I know you're in a circle with people that probably, you know, you're all on the same level and you all can talk, you know, you've got the shorthand of what ghost hunting is, but, you know, I'm on the outside of this world and I'm, I'm really just dipping my toe in and, and, and so here's, here's the thing, Brad, you know, I think of ghosts and ghouls and I think Halloween and, and kids games, you know what I mean? And what you're saying to me is, is no, actually this isn't child's play. This is actually something that is a service that people need. And, uh, you know, what are people coming? What is the latest case you've been on? And greater. So how does it affect the people that you're, how does it, how does hauntings affect people? Well, they, they can affect people in a lot of different ways. And I think it's when it becomes um, really a nuisance. uh, That's when we might be contacted. Uh, A Mm. lot of people, a lot of people live with, um, quote unquote, ghosts or some sort of haunting in a location. And it's not a problem at all because uh, they've learned to, you know, live with whatever spirit might be in there. Well, it's like the odd couple, you know, with um, with, uh, you know, the old show where, it you know, they're living in the apartment together and they don't quite get along, but they find a way, don't they? Yeah. And that's kind of what it is when you're living with a ghost or something where, you know, you can either get along or you can say, well, sayonara, you know, I'm I'm out of here. Yeah. And sometimes the problem is, Lydia, that the um, the spirit isn't always looking to get along. Uh, And so even Mm. if you might Mm -hmm. do some sort of, uh, you know, a prayer putting out, you know, a lot of people when they move into a new house, they'll they'll put out uh, some salts and uh, burn some uh, some sort of um, spices. Uh, you order. have to be careful, though. You have to be careful, though, with burning all those things. Because, you know, you leave a room and all of a sudden, you know, no more ghosts, no more house. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, and we always... Uh, well, I, I guess I always assume people are going to be careful when they do that. And um, by the time we get called in, we're definitely past the uh, right, the no. burning phase. Where, so where no liability are, or anything like that. We wouldn't because I would worry about the liability of that. Of always, you know. But I, you know, but you'd probably have waivers that people sign. Well, you know, before is, you even do it. It is true. When we come in to do an investigation, the first thing we do is sit down with the uh, owner of the property. Um, and by the way, the property could be anything from a home or a business. It could simply be a, a look. I mean, we've done an investigation at a campsite. Um, we've done investigations on, on items. We did a haunted lamp. Um, and we, we had, you we know, had to, this reminds me, this reminds me of, you know, one of my sons, I have twin boys, mm-hmm. Eric and Ty. And, you know, Ty's just the sweetest little boy, but Eric is, you know, has an imagination that could run circles around, you know, the the devil. You know what I mean? It just really Mm. is. It goes to depths that, you know, I kind of look at pictures he draws and I go, oh, my gosh, you know, that's 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 even he's he's eight. 
It's a creative age. It's a creative age. Mm. Well, uh, you know, if this is creative, then gosh darn, is he, you know, you know, move over Mozart. But his, he, he wrote a short story a couple months ago and, you know, cause their class was told to do Halloween story, you know, mm-hmm. and he just was jazzed. He said, Oh, this is jet. This is my thing. You know, this is, you know, let me go, let me be. And I said, yes, of course. And he wrote this story about this little child and, um, you know, it was just a page or two of a story and it was kind of, you know, you were hard to read. It was like chicken scratch and, you know, very, the pen, the, the, the pen had, you know, they're also learning handwriting and the pen was right. very much dug into the paper, you know, and, and, wow. uh, you know, rage filled almost. And, you know, it was about this little boy who had a friend named Jiminy and at first I thought it was Jiminy Cricket and so you mm-hmm. know first time I saw that name I went I went oh Jiminy Cricket and he said no it's pronounced Gemini and he's a uh, leader of the underworld and he uh, sees the sins of his you know something along the lines of he sees the sins of his his um, forebearers and you know it was something along the lines of his his friend Gemini was out for revenge and out for blood and right. um he turned out to be a you know a ghost from from um you know from another dimension and boy oh boy did things get bloody toward the end you know so does that ever um so does that ever happen with with you where you're kind of dealing with 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 things like that um well the in terms of children with stories or uh, no, just with figures, you know, this little boy and his friend, you know, imaginary friends. That imaginary friends are sinister yeah, tone. Yeah, very common. Um, you know, they mm-hmm. say uh, children um, can see into the afterworld much easier than adults. Uh, they're less blocked, is what mm-hmm. we would say. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, have you have you talked to him about this? Because it, it would be interesting. Well, yeah, I was where asking he got him these... what it all meant. You know, I said, mm-hmm. "Well, this does, I can't make heads or tails out of this." You know, yeah. and I kind of just held up the paper, and you know, I kind of handed it to his father. And it, you know, I'll be honest; it makes me, it peeves me a little bit because it really is. Um, it upsets me mm-hmm. having those images in my head. But you know, if is that. You know, it seems to me that this isn't something that's out of the ordinary. So that's pretty, that's a good thing to hear. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I I don't want to tell you it's uh, not out of the ordinary. That I'm not in the position to tell you whether it's ordinary or not. Um, but I would tell you, you know, the best the best thing I tell parents is to communicate, open up a, a, a healthy dialogue with their children. So when these things come up, you, you can find the origin of where these things are coming from for the child, mm-hmm. you know, um, because often it'll just be because they wrote, they read a story maybe a few days before they wrote this and had something about, you know, the content in there. So what's the scariest thing you've seen, Brad? Well, I'll tell you, um, I've seen, we did a, um, investigation on, believe it or not, just a, a room in the Hilton hotel, in San Diego, uh, California. Mm, I love San Diego. It's a beach town. Yeah. And um, we we spent two days there because of the reports that they had 
given us and they were very open to us staying there they actually gave us a free room <laughs> um which was wow we what a you know there it is there's the money <laughs> why get paid when you're when you're they say you'll never work a day in your life if if you can if you um what is it they say if you love your job you'll never work a day in your life right yes and that's true and we were paid as well but i was just i was just right. making a joke but um, they, but they let us uh, stay there, and they were very, they were very kind to us. But I'll tell you this: in the middle of the night, we stayed in the haunted room, four o four, and in the middle of the night, uh, Elise was like, "Did you hear that?" And we had gone to sleep because we do sleep. That's your daughter. No, Elise is my uh, wife. We don't uh, have we don't have any children. Okay. And uh, so we were in the middle of the night and Elise says, did you hear that? And I go, I didn't hear anything. Oh, no. I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills. Okay. Imagine if you were there because these are the the moments where you you really do get chills. I bet you pinch yourself. And we can talk about chills as well because I I, I don't want to get into or distracted from my story about the Hilton too much. But chills. No, no, no. I'd love to hear about chills because I've heard, you know, when the guardian angel is president, um, present, present, that sometimes you'll get chills. But, you know, but now I'm starting to think, but perhaps, you know, because we've been taught that, who's to say that this guardian angel isn't some sort of fallen angel that's cloaking itself in, in the, in, in the clothes of a, of an angel, you know, saying, Oh, yes, I'm here to help you. But at the, the, the 25th hour, you know, they say they strike you down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really, really, that's one of the uh, biggest challenges in kind of, um, hunting these spirits is that you don't know their motivation. Um, you don't know why they are in locations often. You can do your research and you can, you can figure out whether somebody passed away there in a, you know, in a disturbed state or, you know, often it was suicide or a murder. Mm. Um, and you can guess. And so do you go of, into the crime scenes? Well, no, I was more saying like in the, I guess they're always a crime scene, um, but not an active. Have you ever gone into a room where, you know, maybe, you know, it used to be some sort of saloon or brothel, you know, and now it's, um, you know, a ladies clothing store or something and you go in and you see the racks of clothing, you know, and the jewelry and, and then for, but for a flash of a second, you, you see the saloon and you see the barkeep and you see, you know, the cowboy on his, you know, knees begging for forgiveness, you know, from, from a horse you know, from, from the man who stole his horse, you know, do you, does that ever happen? Uh, I have not specifically that situation, but um, I mean the flash, I mean, just like the, you know, you see no. it for what it is. Yeah. I've never, I've never had that happen. I've never heard of that specifically. Um, because in more, the movies you see it, you know, like a right. you know a character will kind of look, and then yeah. for a flash they'll see, you know, yeah, they'll see it as it as it was, and it's very moving, you know, because it's, you go, oh, they they're getting a flash, and that's a lot of that 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 is sort of the the hollow Hollywood version of of what we do, and the the, the truth of the matter mm-hmm. is, ghost hunting, for the most part, ninety nine point nine percent of the time is is actually pretty boring and. Um, that's 
another challenge is trying to, you know, make it through a night when nothing is happening. Because most of the time, nothing is happening. It's like the stakeouts, you know, when the good cop and the bad cop are in the stakeout, they're having their donuts and they're waiting for for the the, the lady, the lady of the house to come home, you know, so they can get yeah. the pictures of her for the for the, you know, revengeful husband. Yeah. Um, right. So you didn't finish. Oh, the yeah. Story, so so uh, this is um, the middle of the night. Lisa asked me, did you hear that? I said no. And. Whether people will believe it because we have turned off our equipment, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. The sheets on our bed were immediately pulled down halfway. You're kidding. And I, no. And I, I want to believe that something happened. Somehow they got twisted up. And Of course, that's your first reaction, right? Is to go, oh, you know, that's something, you know, let's find a rational ex- explanation. Yes. And we could not. We turned the lights on. Uh, we looked everywhere. We turned all the equipment back on. We we immediately tried to make contact, um, but we. And what does that look like? Is that you just going hello? You know, this isn't. You know, this is room four hundred four. You know, well, is it something like that where you kind of stake your claim? Well, in a way, we use a tool called the ghost box, um, which is a. Mm. It's a. It's basically a. a a radio that flips through frequencies very rapidly. Um, You may have heard them uh, on either a a ghost hunting show or possibly on uh, a news segment or maybe even in movies. Um, And what it will do is pick up so many frequencies that sometimes you will hear words come through, specific words, and you can ask this uh, box questions. Um, You're asking the, the entity questions through the box and you're hoping that sometimes they will answer and sometimes it's you don't know if they're answering or you're just hearing a you know somebody speak on a radio station but the answers can sometimes line up in a way that you're it makes it pretty clear that something is trying to come through using that energy well i don't know how i'm gonna sleep tonight (laughs) you know because that's something that's eerie yeah well careful your sheets don't get pulled down that that is a very scary situation Um, and so what happened so you got your ghost box and what did this ghost dare say you know well we didn't unfortunately and this is what i'm kind of talking about where uh, nothing else happened um so that that is that is the reality of ghost hunting. It is right. most of the time you are you are getting very little, um, or you're getting, right. for example, a, a house I had uh, in Newport where we did a one night investigation, and guess what? We found out that the refrigerator door being open every morning was just their dog opening. Um, we set you're up. Kidding? Yeah, we oh my up, gosh, that is so funny. Yeah, and and so that is so funny. And I bet you know, with that information, they they could go on the road with that. You know, a dog that opens a fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might be able to. I, I, you know, they, and that's what we do. We we give them the information. We don't we don't advise them very often on anything they should or should not do, but we give them the information and the evidence that we find. And, and hopefully that makes a difference, you know, for them down the road and helps lead them to some peace. Now I have a question here, you know, I don't have, I had one ghost experience and I, I talked huh. about this on another uh, uh, podcast that I, they were 
they were so another area is podcast called web crawlers mm. and i you know their ghost hunters is well although they're women and they're you know younger and and um yeah. you know it's a little more of a joke i think you know they're kind of joke they're kind of jokesters yeah. um, allison and marissa And so what I said to them was, you know, there was one day when I was down, I was, or one night when I was downstairs uh, in the kitchen and all of a sudden the, the, the porch lights that I had gotten from Overstock just recently, because I had just moved in, Mm -hmm. just turned, just turned on. And, um, you know, there was some flickering and there was some question and answering and, and there was also at the end of it, there was the realization that everything was going to be okay. Right. Um, and it was a very, um, what happened again? It was a, I was downstairs in the middle of the night, um, having some, uh, cookies or cake or, you know, I can't quite remember, but I was, midnight. you know, oh. Well, I think it wasn't quite midnight. Uh, it may have been a little later than that. And I was down there and and it was it was basically I was I had just had given birth to the twins. Mm. And I was having a little bit of of depression. I was in a depressive state and and um you know the lights flickered, my new overstock lights flickered and I asked i said is everything going to be okay and they it's they said yes you know because they flickered and then i was okay were they and you never found out what they like whether they were motion sensitive no, or, I, or um, they, those light bulbs weren't screwed in like these are all things i i would immediately ask right no um mm, no you know and i never and doesn't that make it even eerier because there was because they haven't flickered since and gosh how many years has it been you know since the twins were born so right. so um yeah and and often around uh, monumental uh, events in people's lives like you know birthing twins um there can be more energy around you i've found that so i, I you know yeah and i you know and i was just kind of, i was missing work you know and i was very i was very um, I don't want to say the word vengeful. I was, um, what do you say when you're, you know, you're mad at someone for something? Um, uh, you know, I was angry at the, at them for even being born, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and it sounds like um, post, uh, postpartum, but maybe some postpartum and that's, yeah, that's, but it was more true. anger than depression was the thing. And it wasn't, you know, it was just an anger that they had kind of, you know, it was like someone had gotten the promotion, the big promotion at work. And you were saying, well, why, you know, why do they get to go ahead of me? And, and so I was dealing with that, but then, you know, the, the lights flickered and, you know, a a switch turned in my head and I said, all right, well, that's good enough for me. I'm glad you, um, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly glad that you made your way past that, uh, in, that sounds like mm-hmm. a hard sounds like a hard time, and it was. But then again, you know, who am I to talk when you're dealing with ghosts? And and forgive me if I'm wrong right. here, but isn't it? Aren't they sticking around because they can't get over something? Well, they can stick around. There's different levels of infestation. Um, mm. You know, all the way from you know something that might take a 
you know, one prayer or one request uh, to to leave, and then you can go all the way up to where something might need to be exercised by, you know, that I say exercise, uh, which is a uh, uh, term from the Catholic Church, uh, but there are different term, ways to exercise a, a demon or a ghost. Um, and I actually have witnessed a a Catholic exorcism, and it was not You're pleasant. kidding. No, it was not pleasant. You're kidding. Okay, yeah. so walk me through this. Um, where were you? Who was it? What what happened? And and what changed? What 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 changed in you? Well, this was in two thousand four, and mm-hmm. it was in Santa, Santa Monica, California. So this nine eleven had happened just three years prior. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yes. Uh, was it? Okay. But it was unrelated to that. I'm almost, okay. I mean, I, I, I assume it was unrelated to that. Um, yeah. This was a young lady, a teenager. Um, oh. The two things that really separate having a mental problem with, with being possessed or technically mm-hmm. possessed, the things they look for are if you can speak other languages that you did not learn, Mm-hmm. For example, she was speaking Latin um, and had never studied Latin. And so someone there did know Latin, though. They they were able to, you know, yeah. because... Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, they weren't guessing. They they knew that it was Latin, for sure. Right, because I'm just thinking, you know, that could then, you know, someone might hear, you know, sometimes people are talking and you go, oh, I think that's French, and someone else goes, well, I don't think so, I think that's Spanish. And so I just, you know, who knows if, if she was talking gibberish or, you know, something like that, or who knows what she's studying, yeah. um, because kids these days and i you know you don't have children brad but the kids these days don't tell their parents everything they're doing all the time you know it's not like when we were growing up yeah but um i mean i yeah i don't think she was taking uh i mean this this young girl had some serious issues and yeah i I don't think she was taking latin um as a joke or like not yeah no it just is you know something on the side yeah but they actually that night was the second time they had uh done an exorcism or performed an exorcism and that night that night was the second time there was a time about six weeks before where they had done it but they oh i thought that you i thought this was you know some sort of you know, pizza delivery of exorcisms. I thought you were saying they were going from one house to the next. And I was about to say, well, don't tell me what block this was on because I'm, you know, going to stay away from there. Right. Right. No, that's certainly not the case, but it's scary stuff. It's really, you know, the unknown and the world out there and the, the possibility that we are um, overlapped uh, dimensions, which is personally what I believe um, is a, is a interesting interesting world that a lot of people aren't familiar with. And I, I love educating people on that. Well, I love that. And I love your vigor for your profession. And I'll tell you what, I couldn't do it, you know, um, when it comes to ghouls and witches and warlocks and, and serpents and, and, and ghosts, I say, leave that, leave that to the, sorry. I was just going to say just, uh, really just ghosts though. 
Well, leave it to the professionals, though. And and I'm just not, you know, it's too spooky for me. I can't, you know, I'm someone, Brad, that likes to put all, you know, I like to see what's in front of me. I like to see where I'm going. And I like right. to know the steps to take. And, you know, you're telling me to look into the, the, the great beyond into the void in front of me and take a and take a leap. And I say, well, that's not for me. But boy, oh, boy, am I glad that someone is brave enough, like you to help these people out. Yeah, well, and I, I respect that. And a lot of people don't want to take that leap. And if you ever run into the anything someday where, the other world has taken a, a leap towards you, which happens frequently. Let, uh, let me know. I'd love to be of any help. Uh, well, my, you know, my friend, Karen, she, she's given me a crystal that, she, um, you know, she, she's into that, um, crystal stuff. I don't know if you are, but she, you know, so I've got one of those hanging by my front door and she says, I'll put this up and the, you know, the, the, yeah. the bad energy will get, sure. you know, won't be around, but you know, God knows she has enough crystals hanging up in her house and it's <laughs> not, you know, it's yeah. not Pleasantville over there, but oh. I'm, you know, this is, I feel so much more enlightened and thank you so much and give the best to your wife and, and, and be safe out there. Yeah. And please uh, don't hesitate to contact me, anybody out there. And you, you personally, Lydia, if you ever uh, have the flickering of lights again. Uh, oh, I will. I will. And, and I'll tell you what, even just saying that story again is, is very haunting to me. And um, so I will definitely, I feel maybe I've opened myself up to that again. And that may be something I encounter um, in the near future again. Yeah. Well, whatever happens, whatever uh, happens, happens. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk with me, Lydia Greengrass de Avaladejo. And until next next time, sorry, uh, Brad, let me do that one more time. I messed up a couple of lines. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to Let's Talk with me, Lydia Greengrass de Avaladejo. Until next time, be safe and remember to not let any ghouls into your house. Right, Brad? Or if they, yeah, that's right. Bye-bye. Eerios. Powered by ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 